Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is AudiHD, a podcast meant to educate the masses on AudiHD and women and to educate us women on how to live a fuller life, whether clinically diagnosed or not. I'm your host, Ashley, a professional AudiHDer. In today's episode, we're going to be listening to our first listener story from Ellie. And I do apologize if I'm pronouncing the name wrong. Feel free to reach out to me and I can update the episode with the correct pronunciation. For more information on autism and ADHD, feel free to visit our Instagram at Podcast. And if you're looking to find more like-minded people, head over to our Facebook group titled ADHD. If you would like to share your own diagnostic story or tips and tricks that you've learned have helped your ADHD, please feel free to email me at our new email, audhdpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from all of you. Now, before I forget to record and you get bored, let's crack into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AudiHD. Today we have our first listener episode. So it's brought to you by Ellie. I'm just going to jump right in and read what she sent me. Here's my story. I grew up with no idea I was ADHD. None of my family's teachers or friends did or said anything. I always had a feeling I was different, a feeling which only grew as I got older and therefore more aware of how different I was and how I never fit in or acted like I should. As a consequence, I learned to mask, which was more of an unconscious thing as I tried to fit in and belong. It didn't work. Right up to my late teens, I was bullied, and until I was diagnosed, I was depressed to various degrees. I had almost no help. My parents, while loving, are not emotionally sensitive at all and don't really believe in therapy or that mental health is that important. A favorite saying of my dad was, take a teaspoon of concrete and harden up. So the only source of support that I had was my brother, and even then, it was in a very basic and shallow form. To this day, I insist my childhood was stolen from me simply because no one thought even for a moment that maybe I should see a therapist or psychologist when I was young. The stress, pain, and trauma that could have been avoided. Fast forward to when I'm 25, I'm watching TED Talks on YouTube and a video about autistic women and how they're so often diagnosed later in life is in my suggested feed. I watch it, which sends me down a rabbit hole of other undiagnosed autistic adult women content, which is like a revelation. Constantly, I'm thinking, I feel like that too. And at some point, I start crying because for two decades, I'd been wondering what the missing piece was to understanding why my brain is the way that it is. And I've just found it. I do some online quizzes to double check, and they confirm what I'm feeling. I'm still living with my parents, so I ask them if they think I'm autistic. They both answer in the negative although I'm not surprised. Undeterred, I try to get an assessment. Going through GPs doesn't work because the psychologists and psychiatrists I'm being referred to aren't responding. I did get one assessment, but it was 40 minutes with a male psychologist who was just really dismissive. He asked if I loved my family, and when I said that I did, he claimed that there was no way I could be autistic because autistic people can't feel love. Yikes. Eventually, I decided I'm going to go out on my own and end up finding a clinic that specializes in assessing girls and women for autism and ADHD. It costs a lot, 
And my parents keep trying to insist that I'm not autistic. And even if I was, why would I want to spend just over $1,000 for a label with full support from my family? I book the assessment. This new psychologist was lovely, and we had a three hour long assessment session where she asked a lot of questions and did a few tests. After a few weeks, we had a follow up session where the psychologist confirmed that I was autistic, but also. ADHD as well. I was overjoyed to hear my feelings confirmed, crying happy tears and thanking her for helping me. My family were mildly surprised, but overall unconcerned, which I suppose is better than rejecting me. The diagnosis was three years ago, and since then I've become so much healthier mentally and am more myself. Knowing exactly what is going on in my neurology has allowed me to work with my brain, not against it. And I've been on ADHD medication for a few months, which has only done more wonders. For the first time in my life, I'm doing really well. I had a promotion at work, and I'm looking to be trained into a higher position. I'm still worried my ADHD will hinder my progress, will prevent me from making the social connections often needed to be successful. But in the end, I'm determined to live as myself and only alter my behavior as necessary. I've lived long enough trying to pretend I'm normal, so I'm going to live the rest of my life as true to myself as possible. I want to send a huge shout out to Ellie for sharing their story. Um, As you could probably tell, I got pretty emotional there towards the end. I feel like a lot of us can relate to the struggles of getting that diagnosis that we need. So many people think that it's just a label, but it's not. It is so much more than that. It is the freedom we need to gain control of our lives when we have felt for years like an outsider that has no control over who they are or what is happening to them. So I hope you enjoyed our first listeners episode. I fully encourage anyone who wants to share their story whether that's their diagnostic story, tips and tricks on how to better engage in life with autism and or ADHD, please send them in to the email. I would love to share them on the podcast and get them out there so that we can really build a community and start connecting.